from like more of a band background, acoustic background, like I, I used to play violin mm -hmm. and more being involved in bands with synthesizer, drum, singing. Making the switch to electronic was a little bit of a challenge at the beginning, but it was also a very inspiring because I found like discovered almost like a new language that's how I felt I really felt like I was learning a language a new language so it took me about a year or two and since then I've been having fun yeah. cool and what inspired you to start with electronics it's just the music I was listening to I come from I always listened to a lot of music when I was a teenager I listened to jazz and then hip-hop, which hip-hop is actually electronic music too, but I did not know that at the time, I would not think in those terms, I would just think about the, 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 the artist, you know, the singer, the rapper, and then I was more into, yeah, bands, experimental rock music, and then eventually ambient, and on the side, I was also a disco fan. I always listened to a lot of disco music, which is made with electronics and acoustic to real instrument, but lots of electronics, synthesizers, drum machines. And that led to discovering about uh, techno music, industrial music, uh, new wave music, anything made with electronic. And eventually I got into it, interested in starting working with sequencers and drum machines. Cool, amazing. And so, yeah, you're, you mentioned you're a classically trained violinist. Um, did you do you have a similar approach with electronic music as you did when you were working with classical? No, music? absolutely not. I'm very instinctive. I mean, I, I can't even play violin anymore. I haven't played for five years. Um, yeah, and I can only read music on a violin. I don't. I can't play keyboards and like follow a score or sing a score. I I don't I don't have this kind of training. So what I do now is instinctive. I use my ears and I listen and I it's kind of trial and error. You learn. I learn how to program and use uh, synthesizers by playing, 
playing with with the machines. Amazing. Um, and this approach obviously works well for you. <laughs> Do you run into any any problems? Of or? course, always, like anybody. But there are no major problems. <laughs> Everything can. I mean, if I or if there is, I find a solution. Um, so your use of spoken word um, and electronic music comes off as really a really like organic fusion um, of the two. Did you begin to explore one before the other, or has it? Always I was always writing since uh, since I'm a teenager, I guess. Yeah. Amazing. So you do you start with like the lyrics and then? No, actually, though, I don't know. Now I'm more focused on music. I'll, 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 I'll write lyrics after, after, okay. after making the music. Okay. But These so days, you've I mean, always been a writer, though. I don't know if I'm a writer, but I was always writing. Okay. Do you identify as a poet? Yeah, more than a writer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A poet, for sure. I mean, no, absolutely not. Ambient music, yeah. new age, new age music is often electronic music, and it's very <laughs> soft and sometimes quite cheesy too. I like <laughs> it though. Right? No, yeah, no, you're absolutely, absolutely. Um, your and your music like has kind of all of these, all of these components, um, and also you uh, seem to have carved a space for kind of softness and vulnerability. Yeah. Um, in your opinion, is this rare in the genre? Yeah, for sure, it is. It's not very fashionable these days to show your vulnerability, but I, I, I feel better that way. I mean, I feel strong and vulnerable, hard and fragile. So for me, it makes me feel good because to show all the facets of my personality show all the sides of my personality. It's a choice I make because I feel great that way. But I understand why other people don't want to show this. They don't have to. Okay, yeah. It's, I mean, <laughs> it definitely like come, makes a more dynamic experience. That's it. For the listeners. It makes it more diverse. Yeah, okay. Um, but do you, like, do you have an opinion on why there aren't more people kind of taking this approach or? An opinion? No, it's hard. I can't judge the whole world. 
I think that maybe some people are scared to go into these zones, like these emotional zones or parts of themselves. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a shrink. I went to a psychiatrist, though. I had my share of... I like psychology in general, so I'm pretty open with uh, emotions. Mm-hmm. But I know some people are very scared of that, and I understand why, I respect that. Do you find making electronic music to be like a healing process for you? For me it is, yes. It's very cathartic. It's, it's cathartic to listen to, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the lyrical content of the tracks on the duo dance floor uh, seem to, tell me if I'm projecting, but seem to speak directly to the kind of arrogance and emptiness yeah. of the of club culture and Absolutely. perhaps the music general, the music industry more generally mm-hmm. even. Yeah. Um, so you seem to manage to express your doubts and frustrations through the same medium mm-hmm. um, that you're, that you're contri- critiquing. Is this, like, is this satirical in any way? No, it's not, but it's an interesting question. I never thought it from, I never looked at it from that angle, but it's interesting when you say, uh, no, I guess it's the medium I used because I was already in that, that world or in that, it, I was interested by it. I was already playing this kind of music or going towards that direction. When I started having these feelings, because I never, I was not always, feeling that way towards club culture but as I was learning from it and touring and going out I started feeling this way towards it but I still still felt like playing this music so that's how it happened. So you just decided to use the Mm -hmm. the art form to critique it on itself. It's very reflexive I think that is like that's something that we just love about your music and it's like I think it's so, so rare. Cool. Well, there's more coming. This song is dedicated to all the jealous people. Y'all know what I mean. many things growing up (laughs) Um, uh, yeah getting older but also mostly coming from a very communal DIY smaller 
background and when you start playing bigger clubs, traveling, uh, festivals, you realize that yeah, it's huge and the main mainstream side of it is kind of empty and very shallow. Also, I mean, I, I talk about it in, in the song Adio Dance Floor, drugs for sure. I mean, I think drugs are great to open your mind and have some experiences, but when you, when you work and live in, in, in club culture, you, you, you quickly find out that a lot of people are using drugs as, as they are using, I don't know, makeup or, or TV, you know, just to, did they use it as, almost like as a, a tool to, to, to socialize, which is maybe a bit, I find quite depressing actually. <laughs> sure. Totally. So, how do you distance yourself from that while still? It's a battle. It's, it's it's a question of discipline. I, I learn how to stay sober when I have to be sober. I learn how to enjoy music again sober. I had to go through that. I know how to now. I mean, in the, I'm talking about in the club. I enjoy music sober every day <laughs> at home. But in in a context of party, I learn how to to have just a drink or just water, dance a bit and leave or, or stay if I want to stay. I learned how to balance balance this, but I had to go through, through some sort of crisis to, to learn that. Why do you think there is such a deep connection between club culture and drugs and why is it so hard to separate the myself the same question. Sort of an habit, I guess. Well, they go so well together. And it's beautiful when you do it like rarely and spe on special occasion. I think it's really beautiful. But the problem, and I went through that problem, is when it's not special anymore. Yeah, that's too bad, but it seems like a lot of people <laughs> have this problem. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. We actually both have those marriages, like we were just talking about this. It's yeah. Yeah, it's complete. You have to learn how to socialize differently when you yeah. don't relax. Dance differently, socialize differently, consume music differently. Well, I guess it all is a question of like mental health. <laughs> your experience as a performer, uh, particularly using technology to make music? I don't think I really ask my, myself these questions. 
I use what I have and I make music out. I'm more a musician than anything, really. I just like to make music. I was always making music since I'm 10 years old. So I happened to start using uh, electronic, but I'm not like a geek, you know, I'm not really so much on point with technology. I don't even use computer, computers. So I've just started using computers to do uh, DJ mixes in Ableton but I don't make music with my computer. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm just a musician making music. Okay. Do you feel like being like, like gender has at all affected your relationship being a, like an electronic musician? Hard to tell. I mean, I'm, I'm a woman, so I, have, I come with my women's sensitiv sensitivity for sure. What I do is represent the woman that I am in the 2000s. <laughs> uh, but my music is not focused on gender, no, not at all. It's more, uh, more existential, and psychological. And it's, yeah, it's not about, it's not my battle. I totally follow this and I have a lot of respect and interest for this, this, these questions, but they, it's not my thing when I do music. I have these, these uh, considerations in my everyday life, but my music is not about that. Okay, interesting. Um, okay, well. Um, so, do you... How our how our bodies, as gendered or not, are implicated in sound? I don't understand this question. Um, it's like how the experience of sound is kind of like is an embodied experience. So either mm -hmm. like the way that you make music, the way that you use your body when you are mm -hmm. when you are making the music, or the way that you interact with the sound through your body when you're listening. As I dance, I definitely feel like my body has a. a, a, a a way of reacting to music and maybe gender too because I'm a woman I move this type of way I will move my shoulder my hips I don't know it's probably sexualized more the way I dance is way more sexualized than the way I make music when I make music I'm just making music you know um, I really try to treat it as a as a as a neutral relationship to the sound and do you feel like you're treated with the same neutrality from yes in general no, not always but most of them yeah i've been lucky i was always not always but most most of the time most of my life surrounded by people that were very uh neutral and helpful also wow that's, to me that's great yeah. <laughs> that's rare or maybe i fo i focus on yeah. that i mean i've i've met assholes and like everybody, but yeah. yeah, but it's not also like, I mean, yeah, I think it's a, it's a decision I made to not care about that. And it's not my battle. Do you think it's an active decision, like something that you have to... If you're lucky, maybe I was lucky. If you're unlucky, maybe you can't choose this and you have to go through these things. But I also made a decision. Of course I had some, I had some, uh, 
some encounters or some situation where where I felt like I was mistreated or not taking in, not taking seriously, but I decided to not focus on that and moved on. And it, it and I was proved right because I just went on with my thing and I'm totally fine, you know, doing good. My husband and I, we have an, a project together called ESEPA and we just finished a new LP that should be released uh, by the end of the year or early on next year. And also my other project, Sleazy, is dropping an album next week actually. Yeah, our, first, our, first, uh, our first album is oh. coming out next week. Awesome. It's called From Quebec With Love. Oh. <laughs> Are you working actively working on your solo projects of course, right now? Always. Always? You're able to work on them all at the same time? Well, not on the same day, but on the same week, yes. Remember what Terence said. 